Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Lindsay Olson. She is an amazing Redken ambassador. I have discovered her in this wonderful world of virtual education, and I was very captivated by her teaching style and wanted to share her with all of you who may not have had the pleasure to have any classes with her. So welcome, Lindsay. So great to have you today. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today with you. So I was chatting with Lindsay before we hit record, telling her how impressed I was that when I saw her in a virtual training, she was wearing a leather shirt. It was a one, one, one arm leather shirt, which for me, <laughs> I'm a very large breasted woman. So that alone was brave, the one arm thing, um, but you were doing color and literally not a speck of color got on your, I was worried about your shirt the whole time you were, you were teaching. Um, but what really impressed me as far, you know, other than the, the amazing leather shirt and how beautiful you looked was your approach to teaching was so special and so different from anyone that I've seen either in person or virtually. And that says a lot because I am an education junkie. I travel all over the place. I've done, I can't even tell you how many virtual things during lockdown and anything that comes my way. I have FOMO if I miss it. Um, you had a way of really working to the camera, your, your elbow was never in the way. There was never an awkward, you know, weird angle where I couldn't see the, mm -hmm. the model or, you know, there was never, I was never left with a question. And when I say that, I think some of us, whether in person or virtually, there's some assumptions that are made by educators, myself included, I'm very guilty of it, where we, we spurt out these words of like, I'm going to tip out her ends or I'm going to shadow her root down or I'm going to do, you know, a teardrop section. Like we blurt them out because it's part of our everyday life. But to the student watching, she could be five days out of beauty school and she has no idea what you're talking about. And I, I have to give you this compliment and I don't give compliments often. <laughs> Thank um, you. you never left me wondering why did she do that? Why is she holding it, you know, at an angle? Why is she doing elevation on that piece? You never left me with a why. So kudos for that. That's amazing. Thank you very much. That means a lot. I, uh, I've definitely tried to, uh, you know, fill in all the gaps, you know, teach to the blind, as they say, like if your eyes were closed, that's one thing that I remind myself all the time. If your eyes were closed and you didn't see what I was doing, could you understand what I was doing? I love that. Yes. I love that. I've never heard of that. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's a, that's a big one for me is like, you know, you should be able to not be watching me and understand my placement and exactly what I'm doing. Um, which, you know, we've always done some form of virtual, but like now it's even bigger and bigger. So now it just really has helped because some people might be watching a class and they're at home with their family and they're not totally glued to the computer screen, which I understand. Um, this is the real world. So like if you're not sitting in an audience, sometimes it might be hard for you to stay completely dedicated to the screen. So hopefully you can still gather the information if you have to turn away, you have kids or whatever's going on. 
So true. And I love that. Actually, um, I just watched another virtual event this past weekend and someone did a blind up style on a model. She put a weft in when her eyes were, you know, open and then they blindfolded her and she oh, did wow. this intricate updo with her blindfold on. Amazing. I was like, I can't do an updo oh, with, my, with my eyeballs. <laughs> that's a whole other school side. I want you to understand what I'm doing with your eyes closed, but I don't know if I could do it with my eyes closed too. So uh, that's absolutely incredible, whoever did that. It was really amazing. So, you know, we, we're all coming, I can't even say we're coming off of because we're still kind of in it, but it's been a year, as you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, virtual education has been a lifeline. You know, I immediately clicked into action. I don't have pity parties. I don't sit around and wallow in what I can't do. As soon as we were in lockdown, I was already a virtual educator. So for me, I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's home. This is amazing. People are going to be home and they're going to want to watch what I have to say. It's going to be easier for me. Uh So I created a two-day virtual show called Revival and I was able to get Vivian McKinder and Beth Minardi and Philip Mm -hmm. and Mary Wilson, all these people that you know and love and been around forever. And the whole theme of it was I called it revival because for me, coming up and being 35 years in the industry, these were my icons, my idols, my mentors, and the new people coming into the industry, when you say those names go, huh? And turn their head to the side because they're not social media stars. They're they're amazing educators, but they have not really, you know, gotten into social media. So this year we're doing it again in October, but before the actual event, I wanted to host another pre-event, almost like a pep rally for the event. And mm-hmm. I'm naming that Revive and Reboot because oh, that's awesome. we all feel that way. You know, awesome. everybody's yep. feeling burned out. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about an event that you're having, which is so rare to have that opportunity. You're an editorial stylist. You know how different editorial work is. It's not doing a blow dry like your client is leaving to come home and feed her kids. You know, right. the hair yeah. is complete, makeup completely different, hair completely different. Mm-hmm. So tell the listeners about your amazing event. And for me, I jumped into that because I said, I need a way to keep my staff fresh and revived and rebooted, you know, coming out of not seeing clients and feeling so frustrated what better way than to actually do your first editorial photo shoot? So tell tell everybody about that. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin. Okay. So first of all, photo shoots have completely changed my career and I still work behind the chair. So it's something that I have learned so much from. And like I said, it changed my career, both as an editorial stylist, as working for brands, getting published, as well as a stylist behind the chair, because it does help you stay creative. It helps you meet people that you wouldn't have got to meet with and have these like amazing, every time I do a shoot, it ends up being like the images are beautiful, but the experience alone is like the win because the team is like on fire. You're excited. You know, the ideas just expand and expand and expand. So I wanted to provide a program that pretty much combined everything I've learned in the past, like 15 years that I wish somebody gave me, but I want to gather all the information that I've uh, learned to help somebody else know what it's like to get published or how to get published, to spark their creativity. So we are launching on October 10th and 11th in Chicago, a two-day completely hands-on event uh, where the attendees will learn techniques, the secrets, the smoke and mirrors, because it is all smoke and mirrors. That's the thing that's super different. This this, model is not walking 
around the city, they're posing for a few shots. And so it's the smoke and mirrors that goes into it, which is super, ends up being like very like arts and craftsy. Like it's so cool what you can do to hair that you can't do in the salon. Um, so there you get a two day event, learning all the tips and tricks, and then actually getting the chance to be, do their own shoot. Um, they're going to get completely edited images. They're going to get social media press. They're going to get the opportunity to not only learn the smoke and mirrors, but like as the shoot goes, and this is the biggest point of difference that doesn't happen because typically a photo shoot class, there's a lot of people and they have to get through it. So you're kind of, I think at the point when you're shooting, you're almost like rush. It's like literally they help you provide a shoot. But I want to take it a step far, step farther and not just provide a shoot, but provide them the interactiveness during the shoot that if they don't like the way the hair looks, we're going to pause, we're going to take them off sets, we're going to have them move the hair, you know, take the time to really discover what happens when the hair reads differently from what they see in person to once it starts shooting. And that's why the group is going to be super, a little bit small and limited, um, but this is for the best learning experience for these attendees. And then they're going to get beautiful images at the end of it and learn how to work with their team. So I and beyond excited about it. I'm so happy that you're providing that for people because as a salon owner of 32 years and someone who gets bored very easily, mm -hmm. we did a mini version of that just to get ourselves inspired. It was yeah. for one of those hard books that you see in the salons. Yeah. I think it's called, I think it's called Inspire, yes. Inspire magazine or something. Uh -huh. And it was so fun. And we did not know what we we're doing. We had, you know, a college kid that was the photographer because we couldn't afford an editorial mm -hmm. photographer. And there is a difference for sure yeah. between an yeah. editorial photographer. Mm -hmm. um, but just like you said, the, the, the re- motivate it, the sparks, the, the artistic freedom of, you never get to do that kind of stuff in the salon. Yeah. Um, I always admire, um, the Nahas were just, you know, a couple of days ago and I always admire everybody's work. And I say, I don't even have that kind of right brain artistic idea. Mm -hmm. Like I, I couldn't even imagine even coming yeah. up with that. So right. whatever you're charging, I'm sure it is less than what it takes to hire yeah. a professional model hire a professional photographer, you know, a makeup artist, all the extensions, all of the things. So it's more of a collaborative version and a hand-holding version yeah. for someone like me that's like, mommy, I have no idea what to do. Guide me through this. So that's amazing. I love that idea. Oh yeah. The first, I actually, the very first shoot I did on my own that I put together, it was for Naha and it cost me over $10,000. Yeah. I've heard that. Uh, Yes. So this is, this is a fraction of that. Um, and it, I mean, I would never trade it for the world. I learned a lot. It gave me a ridiculous amount of opportunities after that. Those images were used for years and years and years, but it was super expensive. Um, so, and like I said, a lot of people just don't even know how to find the photographer, the makeup artist, the stylist. So we're providing all of that. Uh, so they don't have to struggle. And then they get to focus on just having fun with it and learning through the process. We'll give them the advice of what to do when they leave the program, how to find their teams, how to submit their work so that they can get published. So we'll really help them for the full picture. Um, but yeah, like as a salon professional, this is a really cool way to spark your creativityness. It does help you behind the chair because like your guests want to see, it, it can be very like fashion here. So you can still take some of the techniques and just introduce the, the feeling and the vibe behind the chair, especially because yeah, we get bored. We beach wave everybody for too many times. So like, what can yeah. you do that's slightly different? That's, you know, just cool. Like a lot of guests just want like cool hair. So uh, definitely can give you uh, that angle as well. And speaking of cool, you're located in Chicago. So it's a cool location as well. 
I love it's not the typical New York, LA, Vegas. I'm so over going to Vegas for hair shows. So I like that it's in Chicago. Yeah. So yeah. And it'll be in October. So it would be a nice temperature, not cold. It's not too hot. uh, So it'll be perfect weather. Um, And I think this is like a Columbus Day weekend. So we were hoping that it would actually help some people um, to be able to get here too. But yeah, we are, we are so excited to provide this. Um, If there's one thing that I've continued to want to do is just share it all. So I'm just trying to share it all on many, as many different platforms and ways that I think would help the salon professional that I would value as an attendee. Uh, So this is just another way that I want to do it. Beautiful. I, my first job out of beauty school, I happened to start at a very large corporate salon, you know, 27, 30 hairdressers, something like that. And they happened to be doing a photo shoot. I was like one week into the job. Uh And they said, if you want to come and just be part, I was like, anything you offer me, I'm there. I'm like I said, I'm an education junkie. So Mm -hmm. I went and I remember seeing, being there and seeing the model had this fine, nothing hair. She was beautiful. Not a Uh lot of hair. It was about your length, but half of the density of yours. And the (laughs) after photo, it was the Jacques Jacques Dessange days. That's who trained this company. So the hair was so big and ginormous. And I was like, wait, I was there. How did that? She turned around. They parted her hair down the middle. They Mm -hmm. clipped cardboard and put, Mm -hmm. you know, the alligator clips behind and pushed all of her hair. And I was like, oh my gosh, so crazy! (laughs) this is why our clients make us crazy when they bring us (laughs) pictures because, and then of course I got so much mileage out of that with my clients. I would say, see this picture, you would have to walk around with cardboard behind your head to have that hair. And they're like, really? (laughs) It really does become like arts and crafts, which is kind of cool because it does, it makes you think of like, I have like developed techniques and used things that I never thought I would like between like toupee tape and like faux braids and, you know, just fake hair in general that like, you know, and just place it on part of the head with toupee tape. And it's just, yeah, it's super, super cool. Um, It's exciting. And like I said, even, you know, you just feel like I'll not, I never, like every time I do a shoot, you just are like fired up. Like the passion is there, you're excited and uh, your idea just snowballs into something even, even bigger and better than you could have imagined because you have all these other creative individuals that have their vision. And that's what I love about it is like, I have always believed that your work is so good when you collab with other people. Like I, you know, strongly believe in teamwork and mentors and asking and being open because, you know, it's just so cool to hear what somebody else would think to do with it. So, um, and that's what's going to happen for them. Going back to the beginning for you, as far as now you as an educator, who would you say was your biggest influence on your career as an educator? Wow. That's a big question. Yeah, I you, really, you have a lot. <laughs> yes, um, I've been in the industry for like 20 years. I've been part of Redken uh, for 14. I, it's really hard for me to say uh, one name. I could, I can name a few. I could definitely name Chris Sorby for sure. It was a huge part of my career um, because I worked with her a lot. She definitely um, helped me definitely on the photo shoot aspect, which like I said, the photo shoots, completely changed my career as an artist, an educator, and a hairstylist because I learned so much from it. I had different, completely different exposure from getting published and winning accolades that would have never happened. I get completely different bookings because I am a hair colorist and a finisher, um, and I've worked on shoots. So like everything as an artist side and as a stylist side, I can see the 
you know, and for social media, like taking better pictures in the salon and like kind of understanding what that takes. And she definitely was the start of that for me, but I have so many people to credit. Uh, it would be a very long list. But if, I had a, if I had to pick one name in particular, that would, that would be the name that I would put. Well, for completely selfish reasons, I want to know who taught you how to work that camera so well with demonstrating, because that is a skill <laughs> in of itself. Who taught you how to do that, where you're never in your own way, your elbow is never in an awkward position, you just look so effortless doing that. On camera. No, I'd have to give, I mean, I'd have to give the brand Redken credit for that because, um, and uh, Sherry Doss uh, has helped me tremendously because she is our, um, you know, VP, director, education, and she has given me lots of opportunities that, um, because I've had so much opportunities to, because I did so many shoots, I do a lot of video and photo content for Redken. So I do as much I probably did almost more shooting for them the last five years than I've done in salon classes because I got so busy with them. So I'm constantly working behind the camera, but it was the photo shoots that gave me those opportunities. And right. I can, you know, they train us. What's interesting, what I love about working for them or being a part of them is like, people think that they just train us on like how to do the balayage. It's not that they actually train us on how to teach. Right. And I think that's the biggest difference is like, you can be an amazing hairstylist, but to your point in the very beginning, uh, my work's only as good as I can explain it and show it. So uh, we've had so much education and experiences where you have to, you know, we're filming for L'Oreal Access or the Redken On Demand. So you're filming to the camera. So I've had to, I've had to do it for many years of how to, how to make it work. And now since COVID, um, thank, thankfully I had all those experiences because I had to do it on my own at home. So you had to take all that stuff, set up your own studio at home and learn how to, and really make it happen at home on your own so yeah I totally agree I I watched the behind the chair did the virtual and in person this year mm -hmm. and I'm such a nerd I mean I carry my phone if I have to go to the bathroom I carry my phone in with me I don't want to miss a minute of it You're and so I I will say 100% that Redken was the star of the show because of exactly what you said yeah. There were many Insta famous people that people follow their Instagram and they think that they're amazing. And for right. me, it was almost borderline uncomfortable to watch mm -hmm. them present because I have no idea what I just saw. No, right. I mean, they were talking to each other and every single one did teasy lights, tipped out ends, root yeah. shadow, like we talked earlier, you said, how many times can you do beach waves? I feel like that about these highlighting techniques. Yes, right. they're beautiful. Yes, they look amazing. Yes, they're lived in. Yes, they give people yeah. more time. But I hope that we have something else coming soon that people, yes. I'm seeing some warmth creep in, which I'm happy about. I'm so sick of ice and gray and silver and all of those things. So is there anything that has inspired you recently that is not that that you can well, share I with do people a lot of um natural texture meaning I do a lot of wave curls and coils is something I specialize in so my a lot of the highlighting techniques and coloring techniques I teach are very different than typical because if you have a guest with coily hair you can't do a typical highlight so I have this technique called twirliage that um I've that's actually I think what you were teaching when you probably, had your little leather shirt think, on yeah, twirliage sure. <laughs> um, and twirliage is a little different and I have another Another technique coming for the next um, Redken, digital Redken 
Symposium, which is October 3rd and 4th too, that's working on uh, natural texture here because the biggest challenge is when you're working with natural texture, the curl pattern can hide the color and the density can hide the color. So a lot of my techniques are not typical of how you would do a typical highlight. Um, it's not the only thing I do. Like if you look at my Instagram, I haven't dedicated my pair, my page just to curly hair because my whole um, angle is to be super inclusive of all hair types. Like I don't want to do uh, what's happened to curly hair to straight hair and be like, oh, well, I don't focus on that. I want to focus like on everything because that's my goal of it. So a lot of my techniques are slightly different than that. And I love what you said about bringing warmth in um, because uh, as I've been doing here for 20 years, like I started like the way that my associates do blondes now is the way I did redheads when I first started. So like I um, do did a lot more coloring than just decolorizing. Uh, so I'm excited to see more and more of that coming in this year. I agree 100%. One, one of the trends in Facebook forums is anytime there is a situation, 75 people answer bleach wash. And I cringe. I'm like, she's only a half a level too dark. There's so right. many other ways you can get her where she's going. Yep. Other, and, and it'll be a beautiful copper red and the mm -hmm. girl will be a beautiful natural level five brown and they'll say bleach and tone. And yeah, like, there's so much that you could do with color and color. When like, did this happen? I know. <laughs> what is going it's, on? It's kind of the only thing that they know. Like I, I train a lot of my associates too. And like when we talk, reds and glossing and double glossing and double glazing it is that it definitely ends up being a completely like uncomfortable zone for them because they're like i got balayage and highlights but like when you talk tone and color it's not as comfortable for them so um let's bring it back let's bring some color color in a hundred percent and and i loved with your twirlyage i love that you kept it in the curly state it's in and paint it on there yeah. i do the yeah. same thing and i can't tell you how many people say, have the client come in, have somebody blow it and flat iron it. And I'm like, it's no. going to look completely different when yes. it goes back to curly. Yeah. So yeah, these techniques are definitely designed for the natural curl pattern and how you can wear it straight. Like the other thing is I, I definitely do techniques that I would never, because especially like, let's say they're really curly or coily, they might do one silk press a year, but obviously if they do it once a year, it's like for their birthday, it's a special occasion. So the coloring techniques that I teach are designed that if they did do a blowout or silk press, like it's still going to look beautiful and blended, but it's noticeable when their hair's curly. So you don't like lose the highlights. So I love that. And so many of my members recently have been asking more and more about curly hair. I would love to invite you to, to jump in one of our coaching calls yeah. or do a quick little tutorial Absolutely. because I don't get enough you know, some people specialize in curly heads. I don't get enough of them to do enough videos on that. Yes. Um, but it definitely is something I tell people all the time when I see someone struggling building a book, I say, have you considered specializing in curly color, curly yeah. cuts? Because it's one of those things that when you have a curly girl, she is loyal for life because then you can really go wrong. <laughs> well, not only that, they are loyal and there are so many pages. Like I am a part of so many groups. I wouldn't even know where to begin of like how many pages I'm on of like, oh, I went on this page and they recommended you. I went on this page and they recommended you because there is a need for who's the specialist, who's the expert, who can cut color curly hair and style it. So, you know, they the, the amount of referrals, DMs I get when, I, when I'm working on texture is that by far three or four times than any other hair type. I will say too, before October 3rd and 4th, on October 3rd and 4th, I have another opportunity and I just released the giveaway for it right now. So Redkin Symposium is digital. It's October 3rd and 4th. It's $125. 
and you get to rewatch all the classes for 30 days, which is the, what we were talking about earlier. The one thing I love about digital is like, you get to rewatch things. Uh, so if you miss something or you just want to see it again, you get to rewatch it. And you also get to ask questions. Like I'm there live answering questions in the middle of the class. And I'm doing what's called curly hair, the full Monty. So curly hair, color, design, and styling in that class. But I'm also giving 10 of my attendees $200. All they have to do is when they register is pick my name through the registration. And after symposium, I'm giving 10 of my attendees $200 because wow. it's time for me to do a giveaway. Um, I'm super grateful for the supporters I have on my Instagram page, on Facebook. And I was thinking what a better way to give something away like I have, I actually have like things that I was going to do. Like I have some products here I was going to do. I have some things from a local place uh, in Chicago that I love. And I was going to do a giveaway like that. And I was like, I really want to give education away. So this actually pays more than the class. Uh, so that That's is happening amazing. as well. So any of your other uh, pages that are looking for more curly hair education, it is coming. It is there. <laughs> so is there a special link that they can use to get their ticket under you? Like, is there a way for yeah. them to sign up that way? Do you want, do you want me to share it in the show notes of this? Yeah, it's um, all the, I mean, all I have to do is the link is in my Instagram bio and I can send it to you as well. And in registration process, there's a part where they're going to say like select artist name that referred you and they just have to pick my name. And that's the way I'll be able to keep track of who did the selection and that's where i'm picking the 10 winners from is who went through registration picked my name as a referral uh and i'm giving them 10 200 each that's amazing you are amazing so share with everyone how to reach you what is the instagram i know you had two pages when i looked one was more editorial and one yes. was your, um, um it's lindsay.marie.olson so um Definitely, there's lots of education, even on my page. The link for the symposium is there. Information about the editorial class is there. There is more information coming uh, for the editorial class as well, but always feel free. Um, I always want to be a as much of a resource as I possibly can. So when I say DM me if you have a question, I mean it. Like DM me if you have a question. And if for some reason you didn't get an answer, it got slipped through the tracks and send it again because I never really want to never want to leave you hanging. So. And I cannot say that for everyone that I've ever reached out to for podcasts, but I will vouch for you that you do get right back to, you got right back to me. You were very <laughs> approachable and I love that. Yeah. You, you don't, <laughs> you haven't forgotten who you are as an artist and you've really, your, your heart really is in sharing. And I love that about you. So oh, totally. You yeah. You know, the way I look at it is like one, I was actually having a conversation with my, one of my associates the other day, uh, cause he's newer into the industry and he's feeling a little not as confident. And I remember when I first started doing hair, I remember like, I literally had hives on my chest. I was so nervous to talk to people. And I was telling him this, I'm like, did you, can you believe? I'm like, I literally remember trying to figure out like the right clothes to wear. Cause I would like to break it. Out <laughs> hives. And I was like, what can I wear to work? Cause I'm like so nervous to talk to people. And I said, and now look at like, and now I have, I feel like I have, um, I don't want to say like a gift, but I just have this drive that I can't not share that because not everybody can uh, stand on stages or public speak. And it would be a disservice if I didn't share as much as I possibly can, because I do have that uh, in me and it's meant to be for other people. That's amazing. And we're lucky to have you having that gift and sharing with us. So thank you for that. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't have thank it you for this. Talking. Yes, this was amazing. I could talk to you forever. So um, yes. everyone listening, reach out to Lindsay, watch her in the, the Redkin live and really definitely check out her 
editorial program. I know I will for sure. I'm super excited. I can't wait to meet your colleague there. Uh, it will be awesome and they will bring so much back for your entire team. So thank you so much. Thank you everybody for the support, taking the time out of their day to listen. And I can't wait to see you guys, you know, in Chicago or digitally or wherever it might be. Thank you so much. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.